0: You're listening to Action Podcast with Paul Bailey and Chris Jansen. For a full archive of all of our podcasts, go to www.actionpodcast.com. So, Paul, I was at a client session this morning, uh, one of the coaching sessions. Right. And he, we were talking around a few different issues, but where he kind of settled in was he recognized that he was holding back on having a difficult conversation. Okay. And actually, as I was sitting there listening to him after the session, I was reflecting on, it seems to be a bit of a recurring theme with a lot of my clients lately, mm. that there's something that they've been avoiding. It's like that proverbial, I suppose, elephant in the room.
1: Yeah, that phrase really resonates with me quite a lot, especially with my clients as well. I think it's um, I think it's not just clients. I think it's pretty much everybody <laughs> has an elephant in the room that they've been avoiding for some time because it's just too painful. It's too big. It's too frightening. and they put too many spikes on it. They've given it too many reasons why that's something they can't deal with right now. Mm. Yeah, and I think you touch on really the core
0: of it is that there are, there are times where we avoid something for a prolonged period of time. Yeah. And a lot of, you know, there's, there's probably three or four common reasons why people do avoid something that's big and important. You know, I think, I think um, one of them is the difference between the facts and the stories, Yes. Is there are certain facts, you know, maybe that person that, you know, for example, the difficult conversation is maybe that, maybe the, there isn't a great relationship there. Yeah. And, but the story of the person says is that that is going to be confrontational. That is going to be very, very uncomfortable. It might, might escalate into an argument or they may end up getting fired because of it. So they stack all these negative consequences that might come up and accept that as the truth. Yes. Absolutely. And forget that it's a story that they're telling themselves. Yeah. What are, what are some of the other common reasons that people hold back from doing something?
1: Well, that, that, I mean, that's a brilliant one. I, the, the number of times I've spoken with a client and asked them, what, what is it that's stopping them from doing a certain thing? What, why are they avoiding it? And the, the, the story that they play out, it's like they've already lived through it already. And the result was awful. Yes. Um, and so by helping them talk through a scenario where it's, it went well. And working out which ones are real, which ones are false. Another trick that I quite often ask them to do is tell me whose voice it is that's actually relaying the story. Because quite often
0: Those voices, those damn voices. Those damn voices.
1: Quite often it's it's like a parent. Right. And it's actually a parent's voice that's saying, You can't do that because you'll fail, you'll fall over. Right. They'll be really horrible to you and you'll cry. Right and and it 's actually it 's not their own voice that's saying it it 's a parent it 's a it 's a friend it 's a partner it 's somebody else that 's actually con- putting those concerns on them rather than themselves, which i 'd always find fascinating yeah yeah it is it 's amazing what what
0: happens when we don 't necessarily pay attention to it yeah, exactly um and i think I think also the other thing that happens when people try to avoid something is again related to the stories but what I've consistently seen, and I've seen it in my own life, the the longer, the more time that you delay yeah. taking action on this or facing up to this challenge is the bigger and fatter and uglier that the story gets. Yes. And what I've definitely seen, and I had a client actually who, again, back to difficult conversations, was was leading a team and some of the relationships weren't ideal for what, what she wanted. But what she found, what we started to work on was, as soon as she found herself hesitating to to have a conversation, okay, she used that as a bit of a positive trigger to say that's the tr- that's the signal that I actually need to face this conversation now. Yes, knowing that the longer I wait, the longer I put it off, that just makes it more and more of a hurdle to overcome. And what was fantastic and, and not surprising to me, but what was amazing was how how she found a couple of things. One is that the actual um, experience of having that conversation was never, never as horrible as she expected it to be. Yeah, In fact, it was quite easy and straightforward and she felt fantastic afterwards. Mm-hmm. And she found that the more that she practiced and the more that she used that as a, as a positive signal to say, now's the time for me to act, not step back, that um, that it just got resolved so, so much quicker. She was much more comfortable. So it was almost like developing a new skill or or developing discipline in her to respond right away.
1: Yeah, it it definitely is um, a good idea to identify the triggers that are making you pause, making you pause Mm -hmm. for thought because that's the danger time, isn't it? When you pause for thought and then your parents and your grandmother and your brother and your sister all kind of chip in in the back of your mind going, you can't do that because you haven't done this yet or you can't do that. Because you're going to fail anyway, so there's no point trying. trying. Right. And so all those, it's exactly that pause for thought that is going to trip you up. It's going to be your moment of, of disaster when you're going to put in, in all these reasons, these caveats, these barriers, as you mentioned, that will stop you from from going to that point where actually, if it's a conversation, chances are you're pretty good at talking already. You've been doing it all your life, so... Just rely on your instincts that you aren't going to make a complete idiot of yourself. You're actually going to do pretty good. And if you're honest and upfront and lay down exactly what it is you're, you're trying to get over to the other person, chances are they're going to give you that opportunity to do it and will give you a break, even if you do make a little bit of a mistake. Yeah, definitely. And I think the
0: think for the listener who's you know, we would encourage you to, as you're listening to this, just thinking about what, what's something in your life, what's maybe the elephant in your room yeah. that you have been avoiding to take action on? Uh, we fully recognize and appreciate that it can be uncomfortable, and that's part of the reason why you've been avoiding it. But we've always seen, Paul, both Paul and I have consistently seen with our clients and with ourselves that when we start to face the elephants, that, as I say, it's not
1: nearly as bad as you make it out to be. If you can identify on the elephant, what is what are the pain points? What are those spikes mm. that are on that elephant? What are the, if you try and think of it as um, individual stories that are attached yes. to, to that elephant? Work out what those stories are, identify them, work out if they are they are facts or they are stories. And if they are stories, who owns them? Who owns a story? And challenge those stories. Yes, you
0: know. And, and the, the question to think about is is when you identify that these are you know potentially some scenario that you're playing out or a story as we as we're referring to it is you know a great question to ask is what's actually the best story I can tell mm-hmm. without denying the facts so you know what's a new perspective I can bring to that so some people may may need to be a bit more reflective and think it through as you've described yeah. and some people may find that actually it's just time to act it's just time to not overthink it and just Start, start working towards this, and acknowledge that you're constantly working towards, working towards, or working through this challenge, yeah. and uh, just appreciate the fact that you're making progress on it.
1: Yeah. So identify the stories, accept, and admit that you're going to be working on this. And um, what else would you think would be a, a great? I mean, at the moment, what we're talking about here, really, I guess, is changing the challenge level of the elephant. Mm because we're taking off the spikes and we're yeah. sorting out with that we're we're accepting that we're going to be dealing with this elephant we're we're focusing our more of our energy on actually resolving it maybe not resolving it completely in one go yeah. but at least you're tackling it so we're getting more experience with working on it so we're actually improving our skills and our experience with dealing with this particular problem yeah thereby getting better at it you're reducing the challenge of actually dealing with it
0: yes yeah, absolutely.
1: I think another another tool
0: that we've, we've talked about a fair amount here on Action Podcast that, that certainly works uh, and has worked very, very well for me is journaling. Yes. And it doesn't have to be any f- formal journaling, but if you're facing a challenge, as it, because all these stories exist in our head, sometimes when you write down on paper what those stories are, mm-hmm. what the facts are, what the real situation is, when you actually are really authentically honest with yourself – on why you 're holding back, and you actually write that out when you see the words on paper, sometimes that usually does two things: one, it really dissipates uh, mitigates the negative emotion that's that 's really clinging on to this yeah when you see written down in paper how you 're actually behaving huff then I find out I end up laughing at myself because it 's so silly that this little little element uh, this little spike yeah is, is the biggest thing that's holding me back and that, and it just it really minimizes the the scariness, the uncomfortableness around it. So uh, it it builds confidence that you actually can face it. Yeah, It's not going to be as painful as you make it out to
1: be. Definitely writing down and journaling what you've been doing, what's been a challenge, what stories are are fact and what stories are fiction. And if you write them all down and sort of mark off the ones that are true and the ones that are false, you've instantly got a list, like a to-do list. The ones that are true, Mm. you can work on. The ones that are false, you can laugh at.
0: Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So I think for our listeners, you know, again, we would encourage you to to really think about what's, what's something in your, in your life right now. Maybe it doesn't have to be the biggest thing ever, but what's something in your life that you've been really avoiding? And to get curious about it, mm. to acknowledge it, to get curious on it, and then start working towards it, whether that's getting support. Or if you want to get a hold of one of us, we'd be happy to help guide you through and uh, and, and make, help you to realize and help you to experience the fact that it's
1: never as bad as you make it out to be. <laughs> Absolutely. Once you realize that, then the world is your oyster rather than your elephant. <laughs> Very well said. Very <laughs> well said,
0: I think. So, um, so, yeah, we'd love to hear from you. If you want to drop a comment on our website, uh, actionpodcast.com, or if you want us to um, you know, help with you specifically, you can email paul at actionpodcast.com
1: or chris at actionpodcast.com. Great. And uh, hopefully we'll chat to you on the website or on Facebook. See All you there. Right. Okay. Cheers. Bye-bye.